speaking of thoughts, I talk a lot about affirmations. And we must remember that every thought we think and every word we speak is an affirmation. And far too often, they are negative. That's Louise Hay. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy, happy Friday. So today we have the late Louise Hay back on the show. And in this clip, she talks about kindness and not only how to be more kind to ourselves, but you know how much I love the mind, but also to be kind to our minds. Here's Louise Hay. Enjoy. Be kind to your mind. Be kind to your mind. You know, self-hatred is really only hating thoughts you have about yourself. That's all it is. And you don't want to hate yourself for having thoughts. You gently want to change those thoughts. Change your thinking. You know, you are worth loving. All of us are. We do not have to earn love. In spite of the way some of us were raised as children, really, you don't have to earn love. You see, you don't have to earn the right to breathe. You have the right and to breathe freely and fully because you exist. And you have the right to be loved because you exist. That's all you have to do. We are lovable because we exist. And we have to know that and make it true for ourselves. Speaking of thoughts, I talk a lot about affirmations. And we must remember that every thought we think and every word we speak is an affirmation. And far too often, they are negative. And we're not aware that the words and the thoughts were are these Words and thoughts are shaping our future and our experiences. But when we talk about doing affirmations, we're talking about creating positive statements to create something wonderful and new in your life or to eliminate something for your life. So doing affirmations is one of the best ways to be kind to your mind because you create definite positive statements that build you up instead of beat you up. See, if you can think of your thoughts as building you up rather than beating you up, and so many of us, I know I certainly did, had a habit of beating myself up with my own thoughts. Thinking well of yourself is an act of kindness that pays enormous dividends, enormous dividends. You can also learn the difference between responsibility and blame. Don't get into this, oh, I'm having this negative experience, therefore I must be a bad person routine. That's a terrible thing to do. Responsibility is making a conscious choice of how you will respond to a, a situation or to an idea. What sort of thoughts will you choose? 
You have an experience. Okay, how can you how can you learn from this experience? Or what can you learn from this experience? You know, Dr. Bernie Siegel says in his new book, uh, Peace, Love, and Healing, that people who have so-called terminal illnesses and defy the statistical odds against them all share something. They have an acceptance of responsibility for decisions affecting their lives. They don't blame themselves, but they do accept responsibility. See, blame is making yourself wrong for having certain thoughts or for having certain experiences. But blame creates guilt, and guilt always seeks punishment, and punishment creates pain. So being kind to yourself means stopping all blame, all guilt, all punishment, and all pain. Respond to yourself and to life in a loving way. Now, another kindness you can give to yourself is to relax. Just relax. Relaxation is essential. It's absolutely essential for the healing process. It's really hard to allow the healing energies to flow within us if we're tense and frightened. It's like we shut off the energy. And it only takes a minute or two, a few times a day, to allow the body to let go and relax. See, at any moment, you can close your eyes and take two or three deep breaths and just release whatever tension you're carrying. Let's do that now for a moment. Just let's close our eyes and take a deep breath and just exhale and let go. Just let go. And let's do that again. Take another breath and just release all fear, any tension. And once more, take a deep breath. And as you exhale, just let yourself be centered. And you might even say to yourself silently, I love you, all is well. And then just notice how much easier your body is for the moment. That didn't take two minutes. And if you would do that several times a day, it sort of says to the body, it's okay, you don't have to go through life tense and frightened. You can be relaxed and still handle whatever you need to handle. Another kindness to yourself is to meditate. You know, as a society, we've made meditation into something mysterious and difficult to achieve. And yet meditation is one of the oldest and simplest processes there are that we can do. All we have to do is to sit or even lie quietly, close our eyes, take a few deep breaths, and our body again will automatically relax. We don't have to force it. It just happens. And we can repeat words like love or peace or healing or anything that's meaningful to us. We can even say, I love myself or I forgive and I am forgiven or I'm willing to learn. And then just sit there quietly and your answers may come immediately or in a day or two or whenever. The thing I do most of the time is just say, what is it I need to know? And then I just wait. And what I need to know is revealed to me. You know, you don't have to be rushed. Just allow things to happen. Remember, it's the nature of your mind to think. You're never going to stop your mind to, from thinking. 
Some people think that if they meditate, they have to stop their mind from thinking. But you can slow down those dashing thoughts. You just allow them to flow through. And you might, if you're meditating, just notice and sort of say, oh, that's a fear thought. Or, there goes anger. Well, that's a disaster. <laughs> that's an abandonment thought. You see, if you don't give them importance, then they pass through like a soft cloud on a summer day. And you just watch them go. You cannot meditate incorrectly. Any way you first attempt it is going to be right for you. If you begin anywhere and you allow it to become a habit. You see, we all have tremendous wisdom within us. Inside of us, I believe, are all the answers to all the questions we're ever going to ask. And unfortunately, most of the time, we're so busy running around creating the soap opera and drama that we call our lives that we forget to quiet down long enough to listen to us. Meditation creates the space where we can quiet down and listen to our inner selves. And you'll never have any idea how wise you are until you quiet down and listen. You can take care of yourself. You do have the answers for yourself. Become connected with yourself through sitting quietly, through meditation. You know, you can think of meditation as focusing on your inner voice. It's like you're, you're focusing and listening. Visualizations are also very important. You, you create a clear mental picture or an image that enhances your positive affirmations. When I had cancer, I used to visualize cool, clear water flowing through my body and washing out the diseased cells and my body responding and becoming very strong and healthy. Now, I know some people like to use uh, visualizations of fighting their cells. They like to fight the diseased cells. I personally don't feel good about creating a war in my body. And I think it's better to use an image that dissolves, like the sun could melt, or a magician could transform, or you could use some form of love to make the positive change. But when you're using visualizations, make them positive, some picture that works for you. And everyone can visualize. Everyone. You're describing your home, having a sexual fantasy. You know, people who, who, talk, who think that there's no connection between mind and body have obviously never had a sexual fantasy. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what the mind can do? <laughs> okay, so let's use these visualizations in a positive way to really enhance what you're doing. Just like, you know, you've used negative visualizations to make a bad situation worse, you can use a positive visualization to make it better. Big thanks to Louise Hay for stopping by. You can connect with her work by visiting her website, Louise Hay. Dot com, And I'll have a link to the entire talk as well as the link to her website in the show description. And lastly, before you go, when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast or wherever you happen to get your favorite podcast. Or if you like, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. 
and I will see you back here Monday. So, until then, stay strong. Later.